From the Princeton Entrepreneurship Council, this is the Princeton Spark. I'm Wright Sinieras. The various people that make up the Princeton entrepreneurial and innovation ecosystem have long been at work, taking risks to bring transformational ideas and companies to the world in the nation's service and the service of humanity. These are the stories of entrepreneurship the Princeton way. Hello and welcome to the Princeton Spark, a production of the Princeton Entrepreneurship Council. I'm your host, Wright Sinieras, social media and marketing specialist at the Princeton Entrepreneurship Council. At PEC, we support Princeton-connected startups and help to build the regional entrepreneurial ecosystem in New Jersey and beyond. In this episode of the Princeton Spark, we're exploring the importance of networking as a founder. As our backdrop, I recorded live at Thrive, celebrating and empowering Princeton's Black Alumni Conference on the Princeton campus in early October. I asked some entrepreneurial attendees at the conference for their number one tips for networking. But our first guest would have us bury networking in order to praise it. I like to demystify the idea of networking by, first of all, not even using that word networking. My name's Carla Vernon, and I'm currently the president of the natural and organic food business at General Mills. So many times we get a hang-up where we feel like that means it's fake or it's superficial. What I like to think of it as is relationship building and community building, one by one. Founders have to stay so resilient and persistent. And what I just encourage founders is keep yourself energized, keep your battery powered for full because you do have to knock on a lot of doors. You do have to pass out a lot of business cards to find those few people who are going to give you that 15-minute window, that 30 minutes for a call or a coffee. And what I would say is make sure that you help people know you really value their time and you know that their time is precious. So even sometimes saying, I have a couple specific things that I'd love to ask you about, even if I could just have 15 minutes or a coffee or a walk around the block. You know what? Everybody needs to get up and move from their desk. And so walking meetings can actually be really energizing and a benefit. Um, And by expressing to people that you know that their time is precious when you're looking for time, often that creates even more empathy for them to give you some time. Play the long game and be empathetic when you're building these relationships. From the control room at the Spotify slash Gilnet Media show, The Pitch, my next guest has seen dozens of founders come in. I asked him about the networking he sees between the founders and the investor panels. Kareem Maddox, class of 2011. Um, Right now I work at a company called Gimlet, um, which was purchased by Spotify. And I produce a podcast called The Pitch, which is like Shark Tank, but, you know, way more in depth. The best founders really come in and engage the investors right away and and make them see uh, the problem from their perspective and do a good job of kind of illustrating it, even visually. Um, You know, saying that this is a problem that I had and, you know, I sought a solution, I found it, and um, it's actually a really big opportunity. I think the, the best founders, uh, or the best pitches we've seen, probably the, the, the founders are able to do that in a very short span of time um, and, and grab everyone's attention very quickly. Like Carla, Kareem says it's about the relationship building. Yeah, I think, I mean, you know, relationships are built over the uh, 
the span of time, right? They, you know, it's very hard to develop a connection with someone the first time <laughs> that's that's deep and meaningful. Um, but you know, sometimes that second, third, fourth, fifth meeting um, ends up being the one that that you actually can secure investment because I think um, you know investors are risk averse, right? Despite the fact that um, it's a risky business to invest in, in early stage startups. Um, they want to know that they're investing in someone who is, you know, excited, passionate, a hard worker, um, and, you know, kind of a visionary. So it's very hard to convey all those things, you know, over the course of a 30 minute meeting. But um, by meeting two, three, four, five, you know, six, uh, you can really demonstrate that about yourself. Um, and just by running your company to the best of your ability. Um, and that's when I think that most founders will be able to secure investment. After the break, the importance of being ready and lifting as you climb. The Princeton Entrepreneurship Council, Princeton Department of Athletics, Princeton Association of New York City, and Princeton Alumni Angels cordially invite you to join fellow Princeton alumni, students, and their guests at the third Tiger Entrepreneurs Conference on Friday, November 8th in New York City a one-day conference featuring dynamic keynote speakers, panel discussions, workshops, and a startup showcase. Our venue is the fabulous Altman Building, located in the Chelsea neighborhood of Manhattan. Tickets and more information are available at entrepreneurs.princeton.edu. Welcome back to the Princeton Spark. At the Thrive, Celebrating and Empowering Princeton's Black Alumni Conference, I talked to attendees about their number one tips for networking. The first person I talked to for this episode was someone that networked with me. I happened to be at another conference at Johns Hopkins earlier this year. During one of the sessions, we all introduced ourselves. I said who I was and where I was from. Afterward, he came right up to me and proudly claimed, I'm a tiger too. We talked about seeing each other when a Thrive conference came around, and sure enough, he reached out to me to make sure we could reconnect. This is Dr. Hank Boyd, Esquire. Dr. Hank Boyd, Esquire. I am a professor of clinical professor of marketing at the University of Maryland, the Robert H. Smith School of Business, specialization being marketing. You never stop networking. It's an ongoing affair 24-7, and serendipity can strike at any point. So you might end up at one event by chance, bump into the right connection. So always have your feelers out, and you never know that golden moment can strike, and you'll be there, you'll be prepared, you got your pitch, you're building your network accordingly, and you never know where the road will take you. In fact, in great stories and great lives, they talk about chance meetings and what they can lead to. Thinking about uh, entrepreneurs like uh, Bill Gates, the fact that his mom was on boards and that she was able to connect her son with the uh, CEO, I guess at the time of IBM, which would launch the career of Microsoft. So you just never know where those connections are gonna come from. This is true. Mary Maxwell Gates, the mother of Bill Gates, was on the national board of the United Way. Also on this board, John Opel, the CEO of IBM. She made an introduction, and from that meeting, Microsoft and IBM made their first deal to develop the operating system for IBM's first personal computer. All of that from a little networking, and yes, a lot of mom's help. But you never know where those connections are going to come from, like a random entrepreneurship conference in Baltimore. After I spoke to Hank, I spoke to Ian Thompson. 
I'm Ian Thompson, class of 2009. Um, I'm a headhunter for high net worth and high profile private families in Silicon Valley. I think a great tip that was given yesterday at a panel at the Thrive Conference was um, really to stay close to your network um, and really not stray that far. You have so much opportunity to tap into in your Princeton network uh, that you can really find people that are going to provide a lot of value to you, um, but also, you know, selfishly, not necessarily have a, a high bill, if a bill at all. So I think that as you're operating on a shoestring and everybody understands that, the people that are going to be most, most understanding of that are going to be those that, um, you know, have, have that affinity and have gone through it themselves. Find the people in your affinity group that are also in the same industry, the same space, and lean on them. And while you're doing that, lift while you climb. It's really a pay it forward mentality um, that, you know, I cultivated certainly in my high school Deerfield, but definitely coming from Princeton as well, because so much was given to me as, as I left the university and, you know, since then and continues to be. Um, and I think that really actually it is that mentality and it is that experience that energizes people to pay it forward. And I think that's really the benefit of your of our experience at Princeton and and really what it all it has to offer. Awesome. So take that energy, pay it forward, and when we come back, get ready to get supercharged. Tiger Talks is Princeton Entrepreneurship Council's popular panel discussion series on entrepreneurship. The new season of Tiger Talks events in New York City kicks off on December 10th at New York Presbyterian Hospital, so save the date. For more information on Tiger Talks, visit entrepreneurs.princeton.edu slash tigertalks. Welcome back to the Princeton Spark. Remember how Hank Boyd suggested that serendipity can strike at any moment and to be ready for it? When I found Theola DuBose to interview amongst the sea of tigers at Thrive, I had my strike of serendipity. She happened to be talking to Kwanzaa Jones, herself an entrepreneur, so I got a two-for-one deal. Okay, so if you could just uh, tell us who you are and uh, what you do, I'll start with Theola. Yes, class of 96. I was on campus with Kwanzaa for a very powerful year. Oh my gosh, I know. We shared a year. We shared a year. <laughs> it was everything. So I'm in, I am in D.C. and I am building a platform to support and revolutionize very highly accomplished professionals who want to change careers called J-Skills. Oh, hi, I'm Kwanzaa Jones and I am class of, yeah, that's it. So I am, no, <laughs> sometimes I give it out. Sometimes I make you work for it. It's like you if you look up, if you look up Kwanzaa Jones, you'll figure out what the class is. Right. But I have a couple companies. One of them is called Supercharged and that is a personal development company. So when I talk about empowerment, that's what I mean. It's ultimately about inspiring action. With Supercharged, part of Part of our product is also how, it's a tagline that goes like this, we are not trying to be your best friend, we're going to be your boost friend. And so where that comes into play is 
When you think about it, the success rate that you have had throughout your life, whether it's getting into school or going on into careers, the success Theola has had, the success I've had and other people I know, it's about it not being just about you, which means no one succeeds alone. So if you know that no one succeeds alone, the next step is sometimes you need a boost. So that's why at Supercharge, we're going to help you get that boost by not trying to be your best friend, by being your boost friend. Yeah. Um, I'll post this question to each of you, but um, what is your number one tip for networking? Ooh, networking. I love it. Supercharge, we have an app coming out, and part of that, it's turning best friends into boost friends because not everyone is for you. Sometimes they act like they're for you, but they're not. The number one tip is open your mouth. And what I mean by that is... Right now, and I'm talking about the Supercharge app, which, yes, is a mobile device. It's on a mobile platform, and it's an app that you access through that platform. But whether it is Facebook, whether it's Instagram, whether it's Snapchat, whether it's Twitter, the way we communicate now is filtered through this device that is in our hands or this device that we are typing behind, whether it's the computer or things of that sort, which means we don't oftentimes do what you and I are doing right now right you and I are having a conversation IRL and that is the most important thing for making connections and networking is have the face-to-face at least at one point even if you're typing someone on LinkedIn or you're typing them and sending them something on IG you gotta at some point break through that and get to people in real life and that's why I say have the conversations you have to in ways that matter and that connect because it's very different imagine if I was answering these questions and you weren't here and you're not able to really understand okay what's the energy here what is it with Theola and I here we're talking in these ways how are we able to think beyond just this 140 characters or now 280 characters on Twitter you know I'm like I still am in the 140 mindset what what comes next? The thing that comes next is this, this in real life. So that's, that's the number one thing. Get in front of people and have those conversations. What a fantastic answer. <laughs> yes, as we are doing. And right. I, would, I would build on that by saying something very powerful that most of us don't do right is use someone's name. And the way that you practice that is that you say to yourself, If someone is wearing a name tag, I will use their name. I use people's names at the grocery checkout. I use them when I go to Walmart. I use them at the bank. I use them at the toll booth. And you can see the difference between how people treat you. I recently went to the airport and used the name of the person who was checking me in. And we started talking. And he said to me, you know what? I should charge you for your carry-on bag, but I'm not going to do that. And I, prom- I said to myself, had I not used his name, that would not have happened. So when you meet someone, learn their name, use their name, and pay attention to names. Everyone knows in my family. We go out, and I'll say, you know, next, ma'am, how are you? I'll say, I'm fine, Bob, how are you? And all the, you know, the kids will kind of roll their eyes. They know if someone has a name tag on, their name is being used. And once you get into that mindset that you are talking to someone, 
then you will put the phone down. Yes. You will have a conversation IRL in real life. But I would just say use someone's name. Learn names. Remember names. And sometimes if you forget her name, two things. If you forget a name, I'm so sorry. Please tell me your name again. I'm Theola. And sometimes if you get someone's name wrong, of course, again, or if you start talking to someone and you don't get a name, I'm sorry. I forgot to introduce myself. My name is Theola. But naming, it's so important. I'd even now, you add it on to me, I'm going to add on to you even further. And say it correctly. I always say what ends up happening is people will just butcher people's names. And it's as simple as hear them when you're using their name. Hear how they pronounce it. And in fact, ask them. Because I will always ask someone, oh, well, your name is Michael. Okay, so what do you go by? What do you like to be called? And in that instance, what usually happens is people will either say, oh, well, my friends call me Mike. And then that gives me a way, quite frankly, to continue the conversations. Well, we're not friends yet, but we could be. So do you want me to call you Mike or do you want me to call you Michael? Because what that shows is that's the foundation of an authentic relationship and an authentic connection, which is ultimately what we don't have enough of. When you get that, you get those moments of magic that occurred, like Theola saying, hey, look, here's what happened. I didn't have to pay this extra here because I made that authentic connection and people know you care, you're concerned, and it matters. And that is the power of networking. Someone said, I cannot remember who, that there are multiple points of connection that you can make with someone. And the more points that you make, then the more authentic it is. And then that's when the networking pays off. The problem too many times, people think networking, you roll your eyes. I'm an introvert, okay? I get it total introvert but the reason why that authentic connection matters is because if you learn someone's name you might learn the story behind their name and then you might say oh you know what my parents named me this here's my story and oh my family is also from here now all of a sudden before you've gotten to the do you have a job for me you have made 10 points of connection in common before you even get to that so when it's time to get to that the person is telling you about the job before you even go there because they're so excited about the connections that you have and i'd say for an entrepreneur because this is about entrepreneurship too even if it's a pitch that you're making. Because at some point, you may need to go out and have additional resources or you may need additional funding. Having those moments of connectivity, truly moments of connectivity, because you got to know what is their story, what matters to them. You're not going to have that if you don't go out and do networking. But I always like to think of it instead, and I'm doing air quotes next to networking. I just realized it's a mic, but not the visual. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, all right, it's audio here. It's like so many people. And I find this, quite frankly, even with a lot of women. So I I know you're not a woman, but at least don't appear to be. Maybe you identify. I don't know. (laughs) As a male. Okay. All right. No, you know, it's it's where that. But thank you for asking. Really? Is that then for a lot of women I found, they fear networking so much. And I'm not just trying to generalize, but when I always frame it, and I actually have workshops on this and say, don't think of it as a networking situation. Think of it as just a conversation. All you're doing is having a conversation with someone. That conversation may result in you 
increasing and growing your network because then they become part of your network. But it's not, the act is not what you're doing. Networking, the act of what you're doing is conversing. You're talking. That's it. And I will bring it back to Princeton, perhaps to tie it in that bow, because I feel the gift that Princeton gave to me that keeps giving is the ability to have conversation. You know, sometimes when you're a student, you think, oh gosh, I say hi to so many people. We have these conversations, everything's superficial. But there is a real value in learning how to talk to lots of different kinds of people. And I think Princeton teaches you that through the social interactions, through, you know, class assignments. And so you get out here in the real world as an entrepreneur and you're facing that room and you're, you were not afraid. I mean, people have said to me, wow, you can talk to anyone. And I don't understand that to be something special but I come back for Thrive and I'm like, you know, this is where that was born. This is where that happens because you see old friends, you see classmates, you hug them and you have a conversation and it's just so natural. And so you can carry that into the business world. So learn people's names, people, and pronounce those names correctly. In our show notes for this episode at PrincetonSpark.com, you can find links to more information about all of our guests. And if you meet them, you can have a conversation and tell them you heard them on the Princeton Spark. The Princeton Spark is a production of the Princeton Entrepreneurship Council, which is Anne-Marie Maman, Don Seitz, Lauren Bender, Diane DiLorenzo, Neil Betwin, and produced by me, Wright Sinieris. Engineered by Dan Kearns and Dan Kiyu at the Princeton Broadcast Center, and me on location at the Thrive, celebrating and empowering Princeton's Black Alumni Conference. I composed the music for this episode. Our theme music is by the Treadmills. Special thanks to Allison Yeras and our guests, Carla Vernon, Kareem Maddox, Hank Boyd, Ian Thompson, Theola DuBose, and Kwanzaa Jones. The comments and suggestions box is always open. Send an email to sparkpod at princeton.edu. If there's a topic on entrepreneurship or a person that you would like to hear from, please let us know. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Princeton Spark. You'll find some extra content there. You can put some faces to the names and voices that you heard on this episode and more. The views expressed by our guests on this show are theirs and do not necessarily reflect the views of Princeton Entrepreneurship Council or Princeton University. If you rate and review us in the iTunes store, it really does help the show. I know every podcaster says this, but it's really true. If you haven't subscribed to the show yet, please do so wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll be back in two weeks. Thanks for listening. Princeton Entrepreneurship Council presents the 2019 New York City Tiger Entrepreneurs Conference on November 8th at the fabulous Altman Building in Chelsea. A one-day conference featuring dynamic keynote speakers, panel discussions, workshops, and a startup showcase. Tickets and more information are available at entrepreneurs.princeton.edu.